Okay, so you yeah. played tennis growing up, and then you went to Cal first. I did, And yeah. you became friends and women's tennis doubles partners with Anna Bright. So yes. tell me about, about that. Yeah, so me and Anna were in very similar situations. We both graduated high school a year early. Welcome to another episode of the James Ignatowicz Show. We have Vivian Glosman on the podcast. Um, I've already spoken to Vivian a little bit before this podcast, and that's about it. So she's friends with Anna. She got to the semifinals of the North Carolina doubles um, pro, and she's only been playing for like six months. So that's crazy. And I had like 10 people reach out to me on Instagram, Twitter, all 10 of my fans, they were like, you got to get Vivian Glossman on the podcast. We need to know more about her. I was like, okay, I'll do it. So thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you to your fans. Yeah, well, you're on. So let me start by asking you. So you came from tennis and yep. I was told that you started playing pickleball when you were like, what was it? November of 2022, like six months ago. Yeah, November. Um, do you want me to share the story? Yes. Okay. Um, so me and my mom and last summer, we like go on walks together and we ran into a tennis friend who lives in our neighborhood and she was like, Oh, what's your plan? Like, are you done with school? You know, the catch up when you're not that close with somebody. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm just working, uh, earning hours now for PA school. And she's like, okay, that's great. She basically ignored everything I was saying. And she was like, you need to do pickleball. And in turn, I ignored what she said, and I said, hey, that's great, and uh, moved on. We we just continued our walk. Um, but she was so persistent. She would not stop texting me. Listen, you are going to be so good. I think you have this skill set, this whatever. And I was constantly rejecting her to the point I felt so bad. But then what happened is I got so burnt out from work because I had just, like, joined the like job thing from being a student I just like wanted to do Join so much working. like I start okay okay let me rephrase that when you're new to a job you want to do so much because mm. it's like new and it's exciting and it's fresh and I just like overworked myself to the point of burnout so that's when November hit that was like literally four months into me working and I was burnt out already. And I was like, you know what? What am I doing? I'm, I was 22. I was like, I'm, I'm still young. I need, to, I need to fix my priorities. So I reached back out to her. I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. And she was so ecstatic. I was like, I was actually shocked. Because sometimes when you get rejected so many times, you lose. Like, you're like, I don't care about you anymore. But she was so, she's great. So I call her my pickle godmother because she is who I owe my entire life and career to um love her she still takes care of me to this day um that's how I started because of her this one lady um love her oh. okay that's well, it yeah. thanks to that lady unleashed yeah. Vivian Glossman on the pickleball world yes you want to give her a shout out or no yeah her name is Xu Fen Huang she okay. has two kids one of them plays tennis um I want to say at mm, Whitman Oh my God, that's going to sound so bad if I get it wrong. Somewhere in Washington. 
but mm-hmm. far away enough. And the daughter doesn't play, but she's at UW right now. Um, great kids, great family. Mm-hmm. Love them. Love this lady. So where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Washington. That's where I currently live. Okay. I was born in Wisconsin. Randomly. <laughs> okay. Um, you just randomly yeah, no, born I in really, Wisconsin. I, I was. I was Madison, Wisconsin. That's how do you just? How do you? How do you just randomly get born somewhere? You're like, how do you well, don't just spawn? You don't just show <laughs> up. I say randomly because it's like, I I seriously don't know anybody from Wisconsin. I don't. I was gonna say but, but I don't. Um, me neither honestly me neither no and so the only thing i know about that state is that it's famous for cheese Mm -hmm. because every time i say i was born in wisconsin everybody starts asking me about cheese as if three-month-old vivian is gonna know every type of cheese out there right Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. so i yeah we moved here when i was about like five six months old so I don't affiliate myself with them Wisconsin's. I just, uh, I, just it's, I mean, it's, it's unique. Yeah. I gotta say I, I was born somewhere else. Uh, but yeah, I grew up here in, uh, Bellevue, Washington. Gotcha. Whole life. Nice. Okay. So you yeah. played tennis growing up and then you went to Cal yeah. first. I did. And yeah. you became friends and women's tennis doubles partners with Anna Bright. So yes. tell me about, about that. Yeah, so me and Anna were in very similar situations. We both graduated high school a year early. So when we got there, we were both 17. But 17-year-old Vivian was extremely different from 17-year-old Anna. Uh, For anybody who's watched Anna's, you know, Instagram reels and such, we mentioned my limited questions. Uh, That was a big thing. That was a big thing freshman year. The people need to know about the limited questions Vivian yeah yeah, yeah. you explain it so so I would consider myself smart but uh, maybe a little more school smart in terms of knowing what's going on in the world Mm -hmm. and knowing what's going on ever um, Mm -hmm. I do lack in that area and uh, people were quick to pick up up on that so uh, every time I'd ask a question my coach would look at me in awe thinking did she really ask that did someone really think that through and think that was a good question to ask so uh yeah I was limited to five a day which might sound like a lot uh it wasn't a lot for me it wasn't at all and if I asked a stupid one it would not get answered and then I would go down to four and to three uh yeah until zero I basically couldn't talk um, well, how many questions did you want to ask? Like, if there was no restriction, how many questions are you asking? I'm, I'm just, every time something's confusing me, I'm asking. So lots of things did confuse me. I Ballpark. don't know why. I don't know why. It's just, I never knew what was going on. There was this one in particular that I remember vaguely. They were like talking about a host team coming. Mm-hmm. Stop, did you stop laughing at me? <laughs> This host team was visiting for a match, as they do, and Mm -hmm. they have their own kind of place where, you know, usually you give them the men's locker room or something like that. But for some reason at Cal, even though it's a big school with a lot of funding, Mm -hmm. we didn't really have great locker rooms or like a great hangout area at all. Um, 
In fact, I think it was only like the year prior to us coming in, did they just build two separate locker rooms. Like girls and guys had to change in the same area, like literally the year before. Anyway, so they gave them this dungeon right behind the track where they had like kept snacks and stuff. And I had no idea about this dungeon. I, I, I didn't. And so they, they called it something that I had no idea about. And they said, you know, the host team is going to go stay there. If they ask you about it, like, go tell them where it is. And I literally, I didn't even know where it was myself. I'm like, how am I supposed to help these poor children? Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to, I don't know anything. <laughs> and I, I said, I just asked, see, this is not a good story because I don't even know the question that I asked, but I asked something. And the reason I remember this one in particular is because everyone was like, it became like a joke at that point because they were so shocked mm-hmm. at my level of intellect or lack thereof. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's enough on the questions, but I was limited. No, 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 um, no. And Anna was I definitely. Hi, Viv. Anna. I'm going Anna, to you... you forgot the best part of the story. So there was like, there was this tunnel by the track and underneath <laughs> the stadium um, was like where there were all the snacks, everything for the visiting team. Yeah. And Vivian thought, that all of the opposing teams for our fall tournament were literally like <laughs> in the tunnel. I don't even know. Like they didn't have a hotel. They were staying in the tunnel. That's what she thought. I feel like I'm, I'm I lost the plot, guys. I totally lost the plot. Okay, that even, makes so much sense. I don't even I took completely lost the plot, guys. Like I'm sorry, James Ignatowicz show listeners. I don't even know what we're talking about. I just can't. Okay. Let's it's just okay. move on. It's okay. Moral of the story is is I was troubled. Mm. I was a troubled teen. I can tell. Um, I I'm still a troubled teen, but I'm 23. So uh, there's that. Yeah. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Anna, for that clarification. You're welcome. Okay. So, um, anyways, so you say so you're tall. And you say yeah. that you're five eleven and three quarters. That's what that's what people say. That's what you say. But Dylan Frazier. Yeah, yeah, five eleven. Yeah. And Dylan Frazier tells me and tells everybody that he's five eleven and three quarters. But Anna and I played you, and, and Anna can attest to this. We played rec against you and Dylan. And you're like two inches taller than Dylan. So is Dylan lying? Are you lying? Please elaborate on that. Um yeah, I don't see Dylan being a liar. He he looks pretty, pretty honest. So, you know what? I'll give him his three quarters of an inch. But uh, I don't know. I've I've had, <laughs> I've had people tell me I'm not five eleven, very many times. So I don't know if I'm lying. I honestly I don't want to be six, to be honest. So I, I, I just have nothing more to say on that. Interesting, because on the phone with me, Vivian and I have spoken before this, on the phone, she insinuated to me that Dylan was lying. (laughs) That's what you said. I mean, I'm not, I'm paraphrasing. No, 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 no. Okay, let me clarify, since you want to bring up past receipts. I said that boys in general tend to inflate their height. Um, But I don't think Just Dylan height? is lying. I think men, boys in general, like doing that. Um, 
inflating. Oh, what's the thing the, I said? I yeah. said there's no such thing as being 5'11 in boy world because mm -hmm. if you were 5'11, you would say six. Yeah. So it's, it's a tricky number. It definitely is. But uh, Dylan, if you're listening, I, I believe you. I do. It didn't sound like it. Anyways, so here, is it true? I've heard this too from from the grapevine of, of pickleball that you are quitting your job <laughs> for pickleball to become a professional pickleball and unleash yourself onto the entire community. Um, it is true. It, it's sad, but it is true. Um, I What's work in a hospital. I I love my coworkers a lot. I'm not going to say the job is is super awesome, but I love my coworkers, and I think that's what like makes every job enjoyable. But um, it is true. It wasn't really by choice, and it wasn't because of this past weekend or like people reaching out to me. It was simply because I ran out of PTO. And for those of you in the that don't know what PTO is, because you don't work, PTO is paid time off. You need to submit it and you need your manager or your supervisor to approve it. And so I'm pretty sure you get like a set number. Why are you laughing? I mean, this I is can't not. Basic, I can't so. not. I'm sorry. I just can't not laugh at you. I okay. Laugh anyway, he's laughing. I can't not. I'm sorry. Keep going. Anyway. Okay. Um, you get like a set number in the beginning of like when you start your job and then the more you work, the more you accumulate. But I ran out already, just like with all the Thursday and Fridays that I missed, it's gone. And so I talked to my manager. I reached out to HR. HR said, I posted this on my uh, my food account, which is kind of my spam account that I want to keep sacred. But pickle people have found it. So I have to like post less because things I post tend to get me in trouble a lot. But um, I'm being better at that. Anyway, anyway, sidebar. So I posted this on my uh, spam account. The email I got from HR, it said, <laughs> it said something like, Vivian, thanks so much for reaching out about like time off and paid leave. Unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about you becoming a professional athlete. <laughs> so you have to like go through, like you have to do this. Basically they said you have to be normal. Like you don't get special treatment because you're a professional athlete. I think that was really funny. Um, I just think it's funny that we uh, put ourselves in the ca category of professional athlete. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a gray area for sure. It, yeah, but uh, I felt good about it. I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I got sad for a second. I did get sad when when I had to go to my manager and say there was nothing I could do because she was really trying to work with me. She was like, we don't want to see you leave. Uh, we're going to work with you, do whatever. But uh, I had to, you know, say, you know what? June 7th, that's my last day. June 7th. Wow. Yeah, right before I leave for uh, San Clemente. Yes, right I, before MLP. So how yeah. do you feel about, because when I, I mean, I only ever worked at a Chinese restaurant for a summer. I worked at a Chinese restaurant for a summer, and that's actually a fact. And uh, I worked as a tennis coach for a while. And then I had an internship lined up with like an investment bank. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play pickle. But there was nothing sad about it. I was like, let's go. I am. I'm going to dink all day. I'll do anything to not have to work in a, in a, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. But 
how do you funny. feel about now that you've been picked up by the Bay Area Breakers um, with the last pick of the shuffle draft, even though you were the best player in the draft, which was crazy. In my, I mean, this is my opinion. How does it feel? Uh, you guys are going to win again. You're going to win a third title with, yeah, you got Pablo, uh, Ava. It's like, that's a tough team. <laughs> um, yeah, I like was, I had no idea what was happening during that time and it all worked out so great. Um, what, what was my train of thought? I don't remember. No, I was just, I was sitting, okay, this is what happened though. Let me tell you. I was sitting at this nice little table eating dinner that Thursday night. By the way, you guys were so nice that, that Thursday when we practiced, all of you, of when we all met, I was like overwhelmed. Like just everyone was like, oh my gosh, you're so good. Like Pablo even saying like right away, I watch you for like 30 seconds and I'm going to get you on the team. I was like, that is a lot of trust. And in my head, I was like, they must be desperate. Like, there's no way you can watch this girl for, for 30 seconds, hit one for, I mean, I, I did hit a drive at you that you missed. Mm -hmm. So I would say that that's probably the shot that got me on the team. You know what it um, was? You know what it was? I actually talked to a few people about it. We were playing and like the third point, I came in, like I hit a hard drive and then I hit like a fifth out of the air like as hard as i could right at you and i hit you in the hand and i like hit it as hard as i possibly could and i got your yeah, like, I remember that. yeah i got your hand and then i was like oh sorry and then you were like didn't even hurt anyways or would you say like it, it didn't no, hurt. I, I, no i actually wasn't even like trying to be macho or lie i, I no did, I, know. I didn't even feel it but, yeah yeah but, like, you said I something did. like that and then we were yeah, just like okay put her in sign her up for, <laughs> for the for the league you know yeah i didn't i didn't know that was fine I've gotten hit before. Sometimes it just hits you in a spot that it, it just stings a little, but that one, that one is okay. But maybe you just don't hit hard at all. I don't hit that hard either. Yeah. You don't you just don't have power. No, no, but yeah, I was sitting at dinner. I get a call from Jeff and, uh, Jeff, Jeff, uh, one of the GMs. Oh, you know okay. Jeff. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. know. There's a lot of Jeffs. Oh, Jeff win. I, I think that's how you say it. Got it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm getting a call from him, and I know it's, like, time for them to make a decision. So I don't know if he has, like, last-minute questions for me. Like, put in your last words, Vivian, before we uh, reject you or what what was going on. But he says, uh, how are you? And I'm like, good, how are you? And he's like, just want to let you know we've decided to select you. And I don't know why. I didn't even expect to be this excited. But I screamed, I think I screamed, and all the people sitting at the tables around me gave me the weirdest look. I, yeah, I wonder like, why. Guys, guys, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. I just got drafted. Don't don't look at me. I texted all my friends right away. I actually posted it on one of my uh, one of my slides. Mm. My uh, my friend Karina, I texted her right away, and uh, she's like, she was so like she doesn't know what's going on either. She's like, what, what now? And I'm like, I literally don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on, but I just know this is a big deal. I got like so many congratulations texts. Um, yeah, no, that weekend was crazy. Like for, for that to happen on a Thursday and then me and Callan actually had, I feel bad for Callan because uh, everyone's talking about our doubles, you know, our huge doubles run, but me and Callan did really well too. We had a, <laughs> we had a good win. Um, 
love that kid. Shout out Callan. Shout out Steve. Shout out Jen. Love that family. Yeah. Callan is the coolest guy ever. Yeah. Mm, but anyway, crazy weekend. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the synopsis. Um, so how much pickleball are you playing? Cause you're, you know, you're planning on quitting your job. Like how seriously are you taking it? You know, like training and like fitness and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll start with fitness. I go see this trainer. She's awesome. She's literally my favorite person. I like rant to her. I tell her about everything and, uh, she just gets me, but I see her every Tuesday morning and then, uh, I get sent home homework. So technically I only see her once a week, but I do try to like gym stuff. I've never been good at like doing weights. Like my, uh, my strength coach at UVA had a big issue with me. No, he loved me and I loved him, but issue in the sense that the way I lift, like I just make it look really easy, even though it's not. And that's just the way, that's just the way my body works. Like even on court, like sometimes people are like, oh, she's so casual. Like like she's not trying sometimes it plays to my advantage because people think oh she's so good for like not caring i do care i do care and i'm trying i just want to put that out there but uh, yeah JW. Say, yeah yeah sometimes you, know, you ever see like, jw johnson play yeah, yeah yeah um but i know he cares i know he's trying like it's just sometimes it, it comes off that way i've been working on it i've tried like footwork has always been my issue that's so a good comparison I've been, like, you're like JW in some ways. That's like a good way. That's like a good. Uh... That's quite an honor. Yeah, yeah. That's, you remind me of nice. him. That's a good. That's a good comparison. Um, thank you for that. But anyway, back to my strength coach. I would just make it look so easy, where he would get mad because he's like, "You need to go up and wait." And I've just never been good with heavy weights. I like it where I like it around, you know, twenty pounds. Uh. Mm -hmm nothing more, nothing less. It, and it's challenging for me, but I just find that go, I'm just not great at lifting. Anyway, I do like cardio. I do that. I, I, I do my homework, but, uh, that's the extent of that. Anyway, training. Um, I pretty much hit every day in the morning. So my job is actually really perfect right now, even though it's coming to an end. I work from 3 PM to 11 PM at the hospital. And that gives me, and I'm like such a night person where I'm not really like it's not pushing my bedtime like I'll come home at 11 30 and I'll still be up until like 12 30 or one and then it gives me the, the entire morning to to train for pickle I I usually am like playing from the window of like 9 30 to 12 30 and that's perfect for me like plenty for me I don't know like you guys do like two sessions three sessions a day I don't know I don't know what you guys do but I don't think I don't think quitting my job will like make me that time that I'll have, like, I won't train more necessarily. Yeah. I I'll just have like more too. flexibility with travel. Sorry. What'd you say? Oh, just like, yeah, I dialed it back too. I don't think it's really necessary to play. Like, cause I was, I mean, when I was yeah. like your age in pickle, you know, like just like six <laughs> months in just absolutely obsessed. Yeah. I was, I was playing like six hours a day just for fun. Like yeah. not just to get better just cause I yeah. wanted to. No, I think you, but... you got known for that. And even though, yeah you've said you've put out there that you don't train as much people still hold on to the fact that they always say something like oh i'm not training as much as james like james just loves it he's on court all the time like they they can't get over that fact so uh 
they need a they need to check. I'm fine with yeah. people thinking that. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's the situation. Um, I might pick up a part time, just because like, uh, I'm still like holding on to the fact that I might go back to PA school when all is said and done. But you know what? I'm open to other ideas now because life takes you in crazy directions and mm. you don't need to like, you don't need to put all your eggs in one basket. So, um, whatever comes my way, I'm open to that. But yeah, I might pick up a part-time and stay in healthcare a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you might, I think you're going to be like probably top five in women's pickle. So you know, you probably won't even want to, you'll just be making money and you'll be like, ah, I don't need another job. You could do like, you could probably do like stand up comedy or something. I mean, you could just, just put a mic in front of Vivian and just have her just try to be serious or like talk about her day. And then people will just, they want to hear the funniest thing. <laughs> yeah. I got a text. I got a text yesterday. I got a text yesterday from my best friend from the Academy. His name is Jacob. He texts me and he goes, Okay, I don't want to like put this girl on blast. Um, so I'm going to make up a name and say her name is like Susie, okay? But he texts me and he says, "Yo, I found out why Susie doesn't like you or why she has issues with you." And keep in mind, I don't have beef with people. Like I I really don't. But when I left the academy, I like sensed a little bit of tension from this girl, from this Susie. Wait, wait, sorry, like, just yeah. to clarify, which academy? Air Force Academy? Air Force Academy, yes. Okay, okay got it. Oh my gosh, wait, the listener, we didn't even touch on that. Yeah, so guys, I went to the Air Force Academy for a year, for my fifth year, after graduating from UVA. And if you know anything about the military or, or the academies, like the, the service academies, it's not a one-year deal. You don't just, you know, hop in for a year and have fun for a year. It's, uh, it's pretty serious. You commit to four years in the at the academy and then five years of service minimum well let me ask so you this at, yeah what what made you think that you could handle the air force for like eight years yeah um, what is it about you that made you think that because i'm trying to figure it out yeah i think i shocked a lot of people just knowing me you're like viv's going into the military like it it, it just doesn't it didn't seem right but you know what I learned so much there I actually got so strong I was able so right now if you tell me to do a push-up I would not be able to do one if you tell me to do a knee push-up I could probably bust out like five uh but keeping that in mind I maxed out on all my events for air force training and for the push-up section that's 48 push-ups in two minutes okay everyone give me a round of applause i also did good. yeah anyway enough of that but um yeah so i just wanted to do something crazy. oh my god the lighting okay so i just wanted to do something crazy i thought you know being a college grad going to <laughs> you cannot laugh at me this is serious <laughs> i i fully when i committed to the academy I knew I was taking the spot of somebody who like having already got my degree, I was taking the spot of someone who didn't have, like they were going for undergrad. So given that, like the, the admissions process was super tricky. They wanted me to write so many things on why I would be a good fit and why I want to go to the academy and like why I want to do this. And I was so committed. I wasn't lying in my application. I was like, I really want to do this. I think this is the coolest opportunity. 
and I'm going to be the greatest cadet ever. And I was, I was for that year, but you know what? I was just so much older than everyone. And I just wanted freedom. I like the inner part of me just was like, I love the military. I have so much respect for these people, but you know what? I need my freedom and I need to move on with my life and to do undergrad just to spend another four years and, and get the same degree, at least like the same level of degree and not like do a master's or whatever. I was like, ah, no, this is not smart. This is not smart. And a lot of people were sad that I left a lot of, I gained a lot of like support from people there that were like, I love what you're doing. Like, this is such a unique situation. I cannot believe like you're dedicating yourself to the country after like, you don't have to, like, you literally don't have to. And that was really cool to hear from everyone. So I did feel like I was letting a lot of people down. Uh, but you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you got to put yourself first. Um, it was it was really sad. But yeah, that, that was the situation there. Loved it there. Made some of my like best, best friends. Because if you know, like, it's, it's quite a tough environment. Even though they call the Air Force, anybody who knows the, the military knows the Air Force is known as the Chair Force. Which means it's like the the easiest of the three, like Army, Navy. It's the easiest branch. But even being the easiest, it's almost like it's 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 way harder than civilian life. It's it's crazy. Anyway, my respect for them has like shot through the roof. I love all of them, and it's so cool to just be a part, like just to even say that I was a part of that. Okay. So anyway, there, there there's uh, okay. There's so tell me about your partners coming up like you're playing atlanta this weekend yes right? so who yes. are you playing with there who are you playing with in san clemente kind of what does that look like okay so for atlanta i'm playing with Callan again for mix and then for women's i'm playing with dominique schaefer and then san clemente i'm playing with wes gabrielson for mixed and bobby oshiro for women's nice bobby's good and so is wes I mean, so good. yeah bobby actually played with her yesterday she's solid and wes is like the nicest guy ever so you'll have so nice you'll have fun with him that was my favorite thing about like my early partners i knew i didn't really know what i was doing i just kind of wanted a partner that was nice that was yeah. like uh that's super in my opinion super important um yeah nowadays it's like not that important but you know <laughs> when well, you're okay. starting it matters um so on Pickleball Fanatics, they posted Leia Jansen's take on partners saying like, what did she say? You should, like, you should treat partners that, as a business. Yeah. Partnerships in Pickleball, because it's like a pro sport now, it should be treated kind of like a business relationship instead of a friendship. Yeah. So like, if you break up with your partner, it's not as like a relationship breakup. It's not like personal. Yeah. 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 And I sent it to all my friends. Well, I responded to them. What, what I thought. And my thoughts, if anybody cares, is um, I did have to think about it for a while because I was like, you know what? She makes a good point. But then I had to think about like my time on the tennis team and at UVA especially. Coaches would have us do like practice matches against each other. And like we even did this crazy thing where like we split the team into two. It was like team. We, we made up our team names. They're not important. They, they weren't good. But we would have this point system where like we were competing the whole semester the whole fall semester 
to like increase people wanting to do individuals and go out and practice serves and like do extra, we had this point system where like you could earn points for your team by doing this with your teammates, but you could only do it with your own side, like your own half of the team. And so like that plus like competing against your own teammate, I, it just created a, like a huge divide and it kind of made the relationships suffer. And so thinking back to that, in answering that question, I was like, you know what? I think it's actually the opposite. Like when you are like playing against your friends and not with them, if you're not close with your own side, like I feel like that, that makes it more strenuous on the relationship. Like I was thinking about like Anna, like when she said that, I was like, is she calling out me and Anna? Because Anna, like the whole time she was like building up, like the whole time leading up to Carolina. She was like, oh, we're going to have so much fun. Like, this is my bestie. You know what? Like, we're not even going to, like, do well or whatever. I don't know. She was downplaying it a lot. I almost I almost decided to get offended by that. She came out with all those videos. And I was like, dang, this girl really thinks I'm terrible. But you know what? I decided not to get offended. And I was like, hey, this is good. This is good for us. Because now everyone's going to think, you know, she just picked me off, like, picked me up off the street. Even you asked me. You were like, "So did you just come here? Like, do you do you play pickleball at all?" I mean, I was I honored because imagine like just showing up and like doing that. That's pretty cool. But yeah, I do. I do work hard. Okay. So anyway, um, that was super cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I was saying before this. Actually, <laughs> oh, friends, friends. I think you should be friends with your partner. Mm-hmm. Everyone, like a lot of people. That is the lighting terrible. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Anyway, everyone commented on on seeing like me and Anna's chemistry on the court. Mm-hmm. And that was super cool to see because I mean, you don't really get to see people's on-court personality much and like it doesn't really well, mm, maybe you do. I just feel like I was like surprised. I was like, "Wow, they really know that we're like besties." Mm-hmm. That was, that was really cute. And they're like, "We want to see more of you. We want to see this partnership." And I was like, Thank you for saying that because maybe I'll convince Anna. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, you played great. I thought you looked really good. I mean, you played like really Thanks. well. You also looked pretty, pretty composed. I thought you didn't look that tight. Like when I was playing my first like big center court matches, I was like kind of nervous, but you didn't look nervous at all. I mean, you looked like yeah. you were also having a lot more fun than Annalie and Catherine. um yeah I mean it was really fun uh I think it helps to have like your best friend like next to you and just also someone so competent you know it's not just like oh we're we're out here having fun it's like you know it's it's fun to be competitive um I thought that take was interesting a lot of people did say the same thing you did like oh she wasn't nervous I was really impressed like you know biggest stage and like against the best people in the world and uh it is pickleball, though. So I like, Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. I was like, first of all, like, no disrespect to them at all. Like, amazing people. But at the same time, like, everybody's human. Like, they worked hard to get to where they are. Uh, but I just feel like to be number one in pickleball is not, it's not really the same as if you step out on, like, Arthur Ashe Stadium against Serena. It's just really not the same. Uh, no, no, it's and, not like, the, the, the stages I've played, um on for tennis have been a lot bigger so 
yeah, I mean, I wasn't nervous at all. I'm glad people like, like said nice words, but yeah, just, just to give perspective, it's, it's, it is pickle. Mm -hmm. Um, I listened to this one podcast that Federico was on. They were asking him if he thought, or they were asking everybody if they thought like having a tennis background helps with pickleball. And I like thought their takes were really interesting because at least Fed said like, maybe like the habits that you have to break for tennis hurt you in a sense, because if you just didn't have tennis at all, like you wouldn't have habits to break, you would just be learning pickleball. But at the same time, like having that mental toughness um, really does help or just like being competitive in any sport. And you can tell too, like, it's so hilarious when, when the commentators start talking about people's tennis backgrounds, it's like, you can definitely tell, like, I don't think you have to be a good tennis player at all to be good at pickleball, but you can tell the people who made it to like elite tennis level and their just mindset, like the way they handle themselves on court, the way they compete, the way they don't fold under pressure, like tight moments. I think you can tell when it comes down to that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, just so. the mental aspect of it to be high level in tennis does translate. Anyway, yeah. that's my take on that. So I, I thought it was cool to hear that. Mm. Okay. So last thing, when we were on okay. the phone before this podcast earlier today, you yeah. asked me if you were allowed to, actually, you said this before we started, you were like, am I allowed oh, yeah, to ask yeah, yeah. James any questions? So yeah. do you have any questions for me that we yeah, can actually I do. include? Okay. Yes. Okay, so at North Carolina, Anna told me that you don't drive. And we don't have to get into the details. I just wanted to know, though, do you enjoy being a passenger princess and just being chauffeured around everywhere? Anna th has things to do. And you just, you know, pick me up at this time, drop me off at this place. Do you enjoy that? It's the best thing ever because it's, you know, I honestly think that it's helped my pickleball game so much because Anna's driving and she's, you know, she's not the best driver. Sometimes she needs help. Like sometimes I need to be a little more than a passenger princess. I need to be kind of, you know, helping her notice things that maybe she isn't noticing. But most of the time I can just go on my phone and watch pickleball and and it kind of it's good for my game. You know, I'm like studying. I think I was actually watching you while Anna was driving and swerving and, you know, who knows what she was doing when she was driving. I mean, that's a whole nother issue, but yeah, I think it's great for my game. Being a passenger princess, 10 okay. out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> Is that oh, poor Anna. Poor Anna. Anyway. Okay. That's a good answer. That's Thank good. You. Thank you. Um, okay. My second question is what are your goals for pickleball? I know that's a broad question, but I'm always interested in that because you guys have like somewhat made it, made it, right? Like, do you, do you want to be number one? Like what, what keeps you going? Yeah, I think I just want to be, it's funny because when like a, okay, so a year ago when I was, you know, losing first round in doubles and not doing well at all. I had a lot of like external motivation. I was like, well, if I do well in pickleball, I won't have to work a job and I'll be able to get to play a sport for a living. Like, how cool is that? 
Mm-hmm. I used to be so jealous of like Anna and like JW and Dylan, like guys that I thought could make a living playing pickleball. And I, a year ago, I was like, I can't, I never thought I would be able to, I didn't really have any belief in my game. Cause I was practicing with JW often, not often, but like, I, I was like, wow, this guy is so much better than me. I have no chance. And I was right that he was so much better than me. So I didn't think it was going to happen, but I was like, oh, well, I'm, I definitely don't want to regret it if I didn't try my best. So I started playing like six hours a day, every day, training every day, even though I was in college, I could barely, I only had like five O's to play with at best. And Wait, yeah, I, wanna, I wanted to ask you about that, but continue. Yeah. So I had like a lot of like external motivation because I really wanted to make it happen. And then now I've sort of like made it happen in terms of like being able to do this as a job and I've made it like, you know, top 10, whatever the case may be. So like there's less of that type of motivation going from 10 to one or whatever I might be five to one versus like nothing to top 10. It's actually a huge difference, but yeah. I've found that like, it's not as motivating for me to be number one as now I've, I've really found it's a lot easier to focus in on just becoming like the best player I can be and just mm-hmm. being better than I was yesterday and working harder than I did yesterday. I think that's the only way to really do it. Cause if you are always comparing yourself to like the number one or the number two guy, you could drive yourself crazy. You know, like did Michael Jordan, yep. was he obsessed with like the number two or number three guy? Or was he like, not that I'm like Michael Jordan, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like you want to be just focused on yourself. So that that's what I've found. I found that the only real motivation is just, you know, motivation comes and goes. You got to just be driven and doing your own thing. That's what, that's yeah. for me at least. Yeah. yeah. Good. Nice. Okay. So mm-hmm. to piggyback off what you said about being in college, how did you find out about, because you were still on the tennis team when you, when you started pickle? I was over oh, you tennis. Had already, you were done with tennis and then you yeah. somehow stumbled across pickle. Yes. How did that happen? Was there like club pickle at Vanderbilt or what? So I was, so I was on winter break and I, and this was after my fall semester of my junior year of college and I was off the team. This was in December and I hadn't played tennis for were like, your, were your coaches sad about you leaving? Uh, yeah, yeah. They were really sad. Of course. Aww. Anyway, no, okay. anyway, you, you, you didn't ride the bench. No, 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 I did not. So I hadn't played tennis for like six months. I had like barely played any tennis and I was getting like a gut. I was up to like 200 pounds that I actually still had a belly at APP Camden. My first tournament, you go back and watch that. I got bronze and singles. The, The belly was still there. I was horribly out of shape. I was just not happy. Like my life was just not good. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start playing pickleball because at least it gives me something to do. At least I can waste my time. And I was like, wait, this is the most fun I've ever had in my life. I was like beating up on local four O's and four fives. And I was like, wow, I'm the man. This is amazing. Something to do. And I had never, no thought of being pro. I never thought I was going to be pro because in tennis, I didn't have like great hands. I didn't have good feel like guys from tennis. They never would have thought I would have been good at pickleball. I was just a guy with like a big serve and like big ground strokes. I never came into net. I was not the guy you think would be good at pickle, but I just kept playing and kept playing and kept playing. So do you think, do you think it's possible? Cause I think I was talking to Steve Dawson about this. If you take any random Joe Schmo, put them on a court and train them. Of course they have to be somewhat internally motivated, but someone who just has no like athletic background, no nothing. 
and you just put in the time with them, can anybody make it? Or do you have to have some kind of like, not anybody. No? I think you've got to be not a anybody. good athlete, but like, is Colin Johns a great athlete? No. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you just have to I've be actually like, never, I've never watched him. No, I I've mean, like he's, any. but he's a, he's like a, he's a better athlete than the average human, but uh -huh. like, you know, he's like, um, there's a lot of guys in the premier league that are, you know, like, no, no, you don't have to be like an amazing athlete, but I think you have to be better than average, better than uh -huh. average hands, but like nothing special. I don't, I mean, I don't think I'm anything special. I don't think like Ben Johns is like anything like special, crazy athlete. It's just pickleball. Interesting. I think Steve said no. I don't remember what Steve said. We had an interesting conversation about it. We talk a lot. I think it's no. I mean, there's some guys in pickle that are great athletes. And so, and I mean, Annalie's a great athlete, but yeah. I don't think you need to be like a crazily good athlete, but yeah. not a Joe Schmo. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is that how do you have any I more? Cut questions? You off. I cut you off when you were explaining your situation, but I was listening. I promise I was listening. <laughs> I think I was done. I think, I think you got me at the right okay. time. Okay. Okay. Cool. No more questions? That's it for me. No. Well, okay. What's your dream sponsorship besides Selkirk? <laughs> I can't answer that. This is Selkirk podcast. My dream sponsorship no, no, no. is Selkirk. Not a, not a competing brand. Like just something random. Like something that really speaks to you that you really want to be sponsored by. Starbucks. Easy. <laughs> Easy. I want to be sponsored by Starbucks and I want free Starbucks for life because I spend... Probably like I go to Starbucks like twice a day, at least. Holy. At least twice. Maybe sometimes three. Back in my prime, I was going there three times a day. You could ask Anna. Anna, take me to Starbucks. You know, I was the passenger princess. I was going and I was coming back. I was going and I was coming back. Um, so yeah, sponsorship from Starbucks, that would probably Okay. Stop. Let's make that happen. What about you? Did you ask me so I could ask you? Dream sponsorship? Mm-hmm. No, I actually didn't think about my answer. I just <laughs> want to know yours. Okay, okay. All right, well, that's uh, it. Do you have any more questions? No, no more questions. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a great episode. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Um, that was probably the most interesting episode I've ever done. I'm still I'm gonna have to watch this back and understand what just happened. <laughs> but... My sister told me, my sister told me, do they just like air it or do they go back and make sure it's all it's all like kosher and i said no i'm pretty sure they like go back and edit it and stuff and she's like okay that's so good because they can cut out everything that you said not I think you we're gonna me. leave it all we're gonna me. leave it all in i, I hope you do in. i hope you do my my sister is brutal though uh she tells me to, to shut up <laughs> she told me if you go back to my post guys go to my post i don't know if i'm making a pickleball instagram I might in the future when me and Anna win gold. You got to make I might, a pickleball I, Instagram. I, I might do that. But uh, I did finally pull the trigger and post on my, my personal account. Anyway, go to that. And the comment with the most likes is Val telling me not to write that much in my caption. And you know what? I thought about that keep for Keep it so short long. and sweet. Yeah, I think that's what she said, like short she and did. sweet. She's like, hey, let's keep mm -hmm. that in mind for next one, okay? <laughs> um. Yeah, but you know what? I felt like I owed it to everybody who was supporting me to let them know I appreciate them. And if I had just said like, hey, I'm in North Carolina, 
like you know nothing about what I'm doing because I haven't posted in like forever and it's not like you owe anyone an explanation of what you're doing with your life Mm -hmm. but I just felt like I took such a long hiatus from posting and obviously people knew I graduated and so they're like what's this girl doing and so had I just posted a random pickleball photo Mm -hmm. see I think I I like overthought this I got you. No, oh, okay, okay, okay. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I think the listeners really... are, are following. What would you say? The listeners are following too. I think we got oh, you. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there's the explanation for that. Um, in the future, they, they will definitely be shorter. But um, anyway, I thought right. I was funny. Whatever. Some I thought you disagree. were funny too. I thought it was great. Thank you. All thank right, you well, so much. Thank you for coming on. This has been. Thank great. you for having me. And uh, yeah, thank you guys. Woo!